This is Hot Tech with Jan Vermeulen. Well, the time's just gone exactly 10 to 6. Welcome to the Afternoon Overdrive at 11.9 High FM. I'm Michael McKenna. Time to talk all issues hot tech, but from a different perspective. Joining us on the line, Jan Vermeulen, editor at My Broadband. Jan, a very good afternoon to you as usual. Thanks for joining us on Tuesday afternoons. Good afternoon. It's a pleasure to be here. Okay, Jan, so in the midst of this uh, horrific war taking place in Israel against terror groups, uh, our particular focus will be, as we've discussed before, on the influence of public opinion and media coverage regarding fake news, propaganda, false images, and any influential material out there. It's day 18 of the war. We did broach the subject, as I mentioned last week. What should we be more mindful of at this point in time? What has transpired within the media and artificial intelligence and communication so far? What have you, what have been your observations? Yeah, it's an interesting one. And, and mm. seeing kind of um, how uh, media, social media um, have been – you know, uh, uh, weaponized. Yes, um, as, yes. As a, as a, uh, in this and in the war in Ukraine, has been, um, has been. In, uh, I think people will look back um, on this and and it will uh, form, you know, like a, a basis for uh, for history books and and for for media textbooks um, mm, on mm. on propaganda. Um, so so for example um it it was interesting for me to see the um the whole situation around the hospital bombing right. um uh, play out in um in the media and on social media so um you know even here in south africa so obviously through a, through a particularly south african lens um it was also interesting to see reputable news outlets uh, you know, take a, um, take an entirely different approach. And then let me, let me give some, some clear examples. Tuli Marunsela, former public protector, who we all know and love and deeply respect, mm-hmm. for example, retweeting the, um, the, the, uh, you know, the, the, the thing that, you know, this hospital was bombed by Israel and here's the evidence for it. And these evidence, um, essentially comes down to, Someone, uh, you know, who's a frequent commenter, commentator, um, on the Israeli side of things, um, uh, claiming the attack for Israel, even though, as far as I could tell, he wasn't an official spokesperson. Right. Um, but, um, you know, kind of keying off of the fact that there were warnings from Israel before that, that, um, you know, people should leave the area because there's a suspected Hamas stronghold there and, um, that there would be attacks soon. And then that was followed by an attack. Um, and so this person, you know, not, you know, not thinking to double check and, and, right. and, uh, at least as far as I could tell, um, uh, and not really knowing any better says, okay, you know, this was essentially the attack that Israel said was coming. Um, but he had made, he seemed, he obviously made a mistake. And I say that, uh, because what's interesting is, um, uh, you know, another South African, Jean Leroux, who, um, made a name for himself, Doing um, uh, essentially fact-checking and um, and demystifying, or rather unpicking, uh, social media uh, 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 propaganda right. um, by f- sort of following the threads through people's social media profiles and tracing back propaganda accounts mm-hmm. on Twitter to their respective sources, right? right? Which was you know whether that be the EFF or the ANC or the the, the Zuma um, RET faction or whatever the case might be, um, and um, uh, he he uh, retweeted a whole thread of 
of uh, analysis where folks, instead of listening mm -hmm. to the various spokespeople, so whether that be on the Palestinian Authority side or whether that be on the IDF, so rather than listening to anybody on either side, what they did was they analyzed the available evidence online, which is right. the video footage mm -hmm. uh, and looking at trajectories, geolocating uh, what happened. And they ultimately came to the uh, the conclusion that the most likely explanation, um, so Occam's razor, is that this was a botched rocket launch. The, the, the uh, rocket was launched, it would seem, out of the graveyard behind the church it flew up it exploded and uh, that's what ultimately caused the carnage in the parking lot of the hospital um and the bbc took exactly the same approach and came to exactly the same conclusion right so so now this this is um uh, the example the reason i touch on this example is it's an uh, it's been an interesting object lesson in how to get to objective truth Right. Um, without relying on official government spokespeople. Okay. Um, and 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 so that is my advice to people at this juncture: is uh, instead of uh, listening to 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 people, talking heads, to to even someone that you know and love and trust, whether that be Tuli Maronsela or or mm -hmm. someone else. Right. Just because someone's got it right in the past does not mean that they will yes. always get it yes. right. Indeed. And so. To, to get to that objective truth, um, uh, I think the best way to do, to do that is to look at evidence um, that is utterly impartial, that is not based on somebody saying, trust me, bro, right. um, but, but that you can verify for yourself. Um, even though the geolocation stuff is, is tricky, um, yes. but at least it's an argument you can follow. It's evidence you can follow. Um, and, um, and then, uh, you know, uh, to see that corroborated, um, or at least that same approach taken by an impartial, um, or at least a, a media organization that strives for impartiality, right. like the BBC. Mm -hmm. um, so once again, just because it's the BBC, don't trust it. Right. Look at the, look right. at the approach mm -hmm. and see, oh yeah, I get this approach. They're not just blindly quoting sources and accepting it as truth. Right. They delve deep into, into, um, objective fact, trajectories, mm -hmm. physics. Mathematics, and based on that, they they come to their conclusion. Jan, if I'm following up on on what you've just said now, um, are there any particular? I think we are, I broached this question with you before. Are there any particular platforms we need to be wary of? Social media platforms, which are susceptible to not to you know like checking, as you've just clearly pointed out, uh, verifying and checking out sources and and uh, the origins of stories. Come yeah, where, be, all, be all what of them. They all of them, unfortunately, are guilty of this. Mm. So, un unfortunately. Um, this is the nature of social media, right? So mm -hmm. the, the, the first information is probably going to come out on social media. Right. And so, if you be, and so the people who want to be the most current on what is happening um, go, flock to social media for that reason because you know it's likely going to be there first. You know, um, hours before the traditional press have, yes. their, have, have, have it published. Right. But the reason for that is that the truly, um, the truly good ones mm. take their time. Right. right. So they, they, they try to verify what's going on. They try to make sure that this isn't some video that was actually taken in 2018 that's resurfaced or that was generated by an AI. And so, and so they, it takes hours. It takes hours to verify something as fact, um, in, in this day and age, unfortunately. And, um, and so be wary of, of everything, sure. um, when it, when it first breaks. I understand that it's incredibly tempting 
um, mm-hmm. to retweet and have a hot take uh, and all that stuff. But my, my general broad advice to people is that unless you are working in the field itself, before you jump to any conclusions, don't um, uh, wait, wait for just take a breath. And wait for the analysis to come. Right. Um, and wait for the wait for the facts to follow after the initial reports. Because um, for that that one commentator I said, whose name escapes me now, um, but who's been a a fairly good commentator um, uh, that, that to to represent Israel's side of this, um, seemed to have really got this wrong, and and ended up muddying the waters and providing ammunition. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. For for people who want to, who, who, who for who it would be convenient to say that this was an Israeli rocket uh, Israeli missile attack, um, yeah. And and so and so yeah. There's um uh, te- you know keep keep that in the back of your mind as mm-hmm. well. Is that um you might be contributing um to s- not just spreading misinformation, yeah. Um, but but ultimately uh, providing a narrative for people who mean you harm. Jan, we're going to have to leave it there. Thank you so much for joining us once again and just uh, giving us some yeah, really, really sound advice as to what we should be mindful of, what we should be looking out for. I guess it's all about uh, vigilance, vigilance in terms of what one can be susceptible to in receiving news in many forms, propaganda, call it what you may. Jan Vermeulen, editor at My Broadband, joining us always on Tuesday afternoons to give us the latest on the hot tech uh, front. In this case, yes, what we have to be mindful of, what we have to be wary of during this uh, horrific war that Israel is engaged with with terror groups.